vicious virtual reality, satisfying sword skills, and a teenager who's far too good at killing people. We had Casey watch Sword Art Online, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? All right, everyone, welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the world of anime. With you, as always, is me, your host, producer, Weeb of All Trades, and the Nergear creator, here to trap you all in my twisted game, PJ. And it's me, that one guy that jumps off the side of a building, Skylar. Dark. With you, as always, <laughs> <laughs> and with us, as always, is our brand new level one noob to the anime world, Casey. And I'm that gay that's been sword fighting with your dad, Casey. <laughs> Oh, God. Not my dad. No, oh, that's fine. Dad, please. You can surf out with him all you want. Take a real sword to him if you want. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with all of that information uh, and the title of the episode, I hope you can pick up that we are watching Sword Art Online this week. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Super excited. Oh, um, do you so guys like swords? swords? <laughs> you like fighting? So this is going to be like an interesting art? one. Do you like art? Do you like, do you like being, being online? online? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, so this is going to be an interesting one because this is, I think, our first isekai. Yes. So isekai is a genre of anime, Casey, where someone from a regular world is kind of transported to a world other than their own. That's so interesting. That's kind of, you'll see, it'll go into my prediction um, based on the art. So that's very interesting you say that. The sword, the art, and the online. And the online. <laughs> Especially uh, the online part. <laughs> that is the other realm, online. All right, so let's get into it then. So the name of the anime is Sword Art Online, obviously. Casey, based off that name alone, what do you think this anime is going to be about? Maybe I'm projecting due to this current COVID-assisted dry spell, but the name makes me think of a gay webcam porn where they the guys can they can go virtually sword fight online. online. Oh, uh, no. You know what? But that is not the essence of art. Art imitates life. Sword Art Online. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Casey said some things. Yeah, Casey uh, definitely used words that exist in a dictionary. You know what? Comment below if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the million dollar idea. We're going to get on board. Actually, Casey's, I support uh, you, Casey. Only idea. <laughs> I'm also going to make cash. I'm also going to find a someone, find a husband. We'll find out what. Uh, all right. So with the added context of the poster, do you have any additional thoughts? Well, when I saw the poster, I was disappointed that my original thought uh, wasn't what it was going to be. I mean, I could still be right. I was right. like, it could still be. You're it, making a lot of assumptions. It could still be right. Um, but based on this poster, I'm getting like Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts character vibes, which is kind of like when you told me what this was about, I was like, oh, this is going to be Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I think it's like I said, I think it's like a time traveling quest for a sword. That's like my guess. Okay. And then um, I was like, since it's Kingdom Hearts, like swords are now the new keyblades. So that's mm. what's happening here. So yeah, instead of a keyblade, it's just a sword. It's just a sword. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is just going back to what it originally was. Exactly. <laughs> Except um, Disney didn't buy in on this idea. So let's no get fans. through the characters. Uh, let's start with the character front and center with the Black Duster. Okay, so this is um, a little niche, <laughs> um, but I what th- you niche? I know, right? Cray. Um, so the guy, the first guy, is serving me vampire from my immortal realness. <laughs> oh my god! Um, All right. I- so real quick, for everyone's knowledge, now that Casey is staying with us, we recently went through a little session where Skylar and I have been reading the fan fiction My Immortal, which I did have print and bound for Skylar for her birthday. It was the best present. And we've been reading it to Casey. And Vampire, if you haven't read My Immortal, is Harry Potter, who has now become a goth vampire. You're a vampire, vampire. And he has a pentagram <laughs> star instead of a lightning bolt. 
<laughs> it is, it is, yeah, it's so extra. That is a beautiful novel. I'm so glad I've been exposed to that. Um, but he's <laughs> serving Vampire for My Immortal Realness. And I think he's the one that's going to be tasked with getting like, because there's got to be like a big sword, you know what I mean? Because like, that's what they're going back in time for. Because of the sword, version. the art, and the online. Exactly. The sword, the art, the online. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I think he's the one that's tasked with getting Excalibur or whatever big sword that they're searching for. And I feel like he has some sort of like overtly cutely name, like overtly cute name, like Hugh Wooey. (laughs) Or maybe (laughs) Dewey. Or Lewooey. Or Dewey. Dewey. Any of the above. Uncle Scrooge. No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But um, that's what I think his. All right. All right, all right. Moving clockwise, how about the man looking back at the group? Okay, so the man looking um, back at the group, he's definitely the villain. Um, he, he has to be. Um, and what I got from him, I was like, I feel like he like feel like he des- deserves this like Excalibur sword that they're all searching for um, because he's got like this weird complex about his position in society. Um, very much like eat the rich energy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like he will... Um, he basically has to go on a quest to find it with the rest of them, but he's like the competition to find this sword. And um, like I said, he's a rich guy villain. He's giving me like Maximilian Pegasus vibes from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I love it. If you like, I, I look, see where I you're see going, where you're going yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So next we have the girl back to back with a black cloaked boy. Or uh, as you would say, who will we do? We or Lou we or vampire oh, <laughs> or vampire. vampire. Yes. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to make a bold choice and say that she is not the love interest, um, which I normally would have thought because of the proximity to each other. But no, I think she's like um, she's like a friend protector, not getting love interest from her. I feel like she's been wielding swords for a long time. Maybe he like met her at like a blacksmith shop on the way into like town. Travers town. No, I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> and like, um, she's really good with swords because she's like, uh, what's that guy? Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean. And or- Karen Knightley. Exactly. It's very that, but not romantic. Um, so yeah, so she's basically Orlando Bloom in Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, but he does marry Karen Knightley. Well, yeah, this is the platonic version. Okay. Right. Which is why Disney didn't sign on for this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we have this girl with black hair. Oh, yeah. So the girl in the black hair, she is the love interest, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. Normally, we stay away from colored hair uh, women because they're normally dangerous. (laughs) Well, black hair isn't colored hair. Is it purple hair that's normally like the dangerous ones? Yeah. Okay. But I do think she's the love interest. I feel like she's like, okay, try to find this reference. I feel like she's like the childhood friend that was maybe kidnapped. And the only way to save her is by uh, getting this fancy sword. Um, It's like kingdom hearts, but also a little bit princess peach situation for her where he has to go on this quest to save her. Interesting. I, you know, I would, I wouldn't not watch this anime that you're you're painting. I'm also looking to get these ideas bought you guys. Um, (laughs) And finally we have the guy with like super red hair and a goatee. Right. Um, so I feel like he's the sidekick um, who is out to get vengeance on the bad guy, you know, Maximilian Pegasus in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> and he's out to get revenge. Oh, hoo boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guy on the right is like, he's going to get vengeance on him. Um, like maybe like 
Maximilian Pegasus like gave his family COVID or maybe he bought the town his family lived in and evicted them right on Christmas Eve. Like I just like the idea of him purposely giving COVID. Like he's he like comes into their house and he's just coughing all over them and he's like, What are you gonna do, poor boy? <laughs> he rows down the the window of his limo and just like coughs gently out the <laughs> like, I, I mean, want them to know why I did it, Yugi though, Boy. What some people are actually doing in real like, life. <laughs> in real life. You know, it's also like real life, especially that um, you know, the eviction on Christmas Eve prediction. Perhaps you guys have seen a you know a, a documentary, little, uh, little ditty called Christmas, Christmas in on the Square. The square. <laughs> The, uh, um, the seminal Dolly Parton, Christine Baranski musical Christmas film. I thought that was a documentary. <laughs> oh, so did I. I thought it was it happened. Um, but I suspect um, he and the main sword guy will like kind of come together on this quest to fight Maximilian Pegasus. Um, and like they're going to have a falling out in the middle of their journey, but they're going to get back together. Unfortunately, not in a gay way. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Tragic. Tragically straight. But go ahead. <laughs> Well, I love all of those predictions. Um, so we have uh, our cast of characters. We have Vampire. We have uh, non-Maximilian Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sword Girl. We have Orlando Princess Bluma. Peach. <laughs> we, have, or, we have Orlando Bloom and Onion. Orlando Bloom and Onion. Onion. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, Orlando Bloom and Onion. <laughs> oh, God, saucy. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, watch episode one and two. We'll be back with Casey's thoughts and see kind of where he stands with it. All right, stay tuned. What's the system that'll take you to worlds unseen? Nerf Gear! Immerse you fully into stories you play. Nerf Gear! Microwave your brain in a way that can't possibly be safe. Nerf Gear! The only system where you can play the long-awaited Sword Art Online. Nerf Gear! Has the capability to kill you on the whim of a sad game creator. Nerf Gear! It's prohibitively expensive because we know you'll buy it anyways. Nerf Gear! What are you waiting for? Go wait in line for three weeks and spend all of your money on this system. Nerf Gear! There's no way anything could possibly go wrong. Disclaimer, many things can and will go wrong, and most likely are specifically designed to go wrong, which in a way they went right, so there you go. Nothing can go wrong. Nerf gear, be lobbyists for poor people. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. PJ here, thanking you as always for listening to our podcast. We've been on a two-parter spree lately, and while we had a break last week, we're back with another. Be the first to hear part two by keeping up with our social media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kawaii Desupad, or by searching for Kawaii Disappointment Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at Kawaii Disappointment.podcast, and subscribe to our YouTube by searching for Kawaii Disappointment. Or go to our website, kawaii-disappointment.pinecast.co for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. Some notes from this episode. This is our first time recording in person, so there are some hiccups, some echoes, lots of crosstalk, and some pet noises. No, not the Beach Boys album, just our cat and dog making noises that I'm usually able to edit out when we record remotely, but no dice when we're all in the same room. We'll work to improve our setup and give you the best episodes we can while we record together. Tune in to part two later this week to learn what anime we're doing next week. We hope you'll join us. All right, everyone, we're back, and we watched episode one and two of Sword Art Online. Casey, what did you think so far? 
Oh my gosh, there is drama. And honestly, I can tell that this is going to be a really intricate series because the whole first episode is like... It's so much lore. It's so much lore. Mm -hmm. It's so much lore. I was like, there's going to be a lot of details here. Um, But I'm excited actually for this one. Yeah, so let's let's, kind of get into it. I have a question for you. Is this straight? Is this another straight one? I will have to break your heart. I knew it. I knew it. Because I honestly, as we were finishing episode one, and I'm jumping ahead of it, but as we were finishing episode one, there is like a very gay interaction. I know. Between uh, Kirito and Klein. And I was like, ah, Casey's going to think this is gay and I'm heartbroken to tell him it's not. Right. I smelled the straight on it and I was like. But like that interaction was like gay as hell. It was gay as hell, y'all. And I was like. (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I literally, when that happened, I literally was like, oh no. <laughs> um, so let's get through some housekeeping on uh, on the anime. So Sword Art Online is actually not based on a manga per se. It was actually based on a novel series to begin with, which then turned into a light novel series. And it was written by Reki Kawahara from 2002 until 2008. The anime was done from July 2012 to December 2012. And it was directed by Tomohiko Ito and released by A1 Pictures. For your knowledge, Casey, there's like this anime itself kind of has two big arcs um, that are both pretty sizable to the extent that Skylar thought they were like two separate series. Hmm. But this anime actually has a bunch of sequel series. Like there's Sword Art Online 2, Sword Art Alkalization, Sword Art Alkalization War of Underworld. Then there's the Sword Uh, Art Alternates. Like there's such a huge world of Sword Art Online outside of this anime alone. I mean, that creator was really a visionary to see how all these sequels would have come out. He was just like, what if there was a world where there was swords, <laughs> art, art, and online? online. <laughs> oh, God. So with all of that said, let's get into episode one. By the year 2022, humanity had fully developed a virtual reality mass multiplayer online role-playing game. On Sunday, November 6th of 2022, so we're only two years away. That's my mom's birthday. Really? November 6th. Wow, oh, you should get her sword out online in That's two my years. mom's 60th birthday. We were supposed oh to be God, in Australia. Oh my God, for her 60th birthday, you need to get her sword out online. <laughs> she's the, and never have to deal with her again. probably the creator. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um, sword out online, the highly, anticipated, yes. <laughs> the highly anticipated and renowned online fantasy game of the year, had already sold 10,000 copies in the first batch, with players forming huge lines at every game store for days before the sale of the game even began. And I was like, um, social distancing? <laughs> I know, right? Well, obviously, in 2022, they've obviously figured out coronavirus by then. Say, exactly. There's a vaccine, probably. Right. Although, don't you think that, like, like this could have been, like, the solution to coronavirus? They're like, we're just not going to go outside. We're going to go make a game. I think people would have died for it. Because, right. like... crossing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because, like... They're so desperate for that interaction, and this is like pure interaction, right? Right. This um, is kind of like maybe perfect anime for us to do right now. Yeah. Now I'm like yeah. thinking more about it. Like, hmm. A young 14 year old male player accesses the game at 1300, the moment the game was officially launched. Using the commonly known helmet game console known as the Nerve Gear, he enters the online virtual world of Einkrad using his avatar, Kirito. From his beta version gameplay after the Nerve Gear had finished calibrating his virtual body. Once inside, he found himself in the main town of the first floor, which is known as the Town of Beginnings. Uh, Kirito maneuvers quickly through the city, and that's when Klein actually notices him. And Klein is like, whoa, 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 stop, bro. He literally says, bro. Uh, That's how I knew it was straight. (laughs) Sus. And he stops him, and he's like, hey, you seem like you know your way around. Were you a beta tester? And Kirito's like, yeah, I was. Maybe. Maybe. Me little beta tester boy. 
but he asked for Kirito's help in learning the game's mechanics after deducing that he was a beta tester, and they travel to the West Field outside of the Town of Beginnings. Uh, Klein is experiencing some initial difficulty fighting against a level 1 monster called a Frenzy Boar, and has been reminded that the player could not feel any actual pain because he gets knocked down and he's like, ow, ow, and Kirito's like, okay, you're being drama for mm. no reason. Right, calm down, boo. Uh, it was a relief, by the way, to have, like, I was, I mean, we watched this together, but, like, I was real scared that it was going to be gory with that whatever animal that was. The boar. The boar, yeah. I was the like, boar oh. was going to gore? Yeah, I thought there was going to be a boar gore, and I was not here for that. I was going to have to, I don't know. Then I would have had to be mad at Al Gore for inventing the internet. <laughs> Damn it, Al So Gore. that I had to see that <laughs> boar gore. Hasn't Al Gore been through enough? <laughs> at this point, by the way, did you guys, I don't know if you guys thought this. This is what I thought. I was like, oh, um, the main character, Kirito, is that's his name? Kirito. 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 He thought... I thought he was going to be the creator of the game, and he was just like trying to be undercover boss oh. about it. <laughs> <That's a prediction. laughs> that honestly right. would be super interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he explains how sword skills work and just the essential features of SAO, and he demonstrates how to use one. Klein carefully listens to Kirito's explanation before finally killing the frenzy boar, and he gets so excited, and Kirito's like, that was nothing, dog. That's a slime. Mm. And he's like, I thought that was a mid-level boss, and I was like, all right, well, you're both being drama. <laughs> that's literally me after i do with the tiniest thing and i'm like i did it i am everything (laughs) several hours later kirito reflects on his time as a beta tester and how addicted he was to the game saying he had made it all the way to floor eight he invites klein to continue hunting but the latter declines due to feeling hungry he did say it took him two months to get to it did take him two months to get to level eight he says he's trying to do it in one this time it's probably because he was taking the stairs (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Y'all love to see it. You love to see it. He invites Klein to continue hunting, but the latter declines due to feeling hungry. Even though eating virtual food in the game world would eliminate the unpleasant sensation of hunger, it does not dispel actual real world hunger. So he's like, I'm actually going to log off because I'm not a psychopath. Mm, I was like, or is that a solution? We each saw that a little bit differently. That's how I would lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) Casey's been in the game for seven months. (laughs) Hasn't eaten a thing. Like tears just like go down the cheeks of my nutrition teacher who's like been very like EDs are real bad guys. (laughs) Who doesn't love a good ED? (laughs) I have two EDs. I have an eating disorder and erectile dysfunction. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Sword Art Online is a fat farm, FYI. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Klein had already ordered himself a pizza and ginger ale. It was a mayo teriyaki pizza, which actually sounds say, so good. I would eat that. That sounds so interesting. Yeah, Ooh. it's so good. I'm actually really down to try this pizza. <laughs> right. Look up the recipe. Make it for us. We uh, have but plenty he had ordered- of yeast. <laughs> he had ordered it to come at 530 and Kirito reveals it's already 525. So he goes to try to log out and he's like, wait, there's no logout button. And Kirito's like, uh, just check again. There's a logout button. Where are you, dumb? Right. <laughs> Some of us uh, in the beta trials figure that are real uh, easy. have logged out several times. <laughs> you wouldn't know. You're in prep. Uh, we're not about the now a my immortal podcast. <laughs> the my immortal uh, online game, oh which God. I'd be in for sure. So Kirito checks his menu and he realizes that the logout button is also not there. They kind of dismiss this as a glitch. Like, they're like, oh, wow, they must be freaking out because, like, this is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirito does explain that there is no way to log out other than the logout button. And Klein's like, what? It was yeah, at, that's dumb. It was at that moment I knew this was going to be the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> um, he attempts to contact a game master but kid, uh, but receives no response. As the town bell rings from the first floor central tower, all players are forcibly teleported to the town of Beginning's central hub. 
On the virtual screens of the sky, there's a system announcement that draws everyone's attention. Suddenly, a giant robed faceless figure appears, identifying himself as Kayaba Akihiko, the creator of the game and the only person with control over it. Ooh. Or Kaiba. Kaiba. <laughs> this Kaiba. is all Yu-Gi-Oh. My immortal Yu-Gi-Oh Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, Kaiba boy. <laughs> it's Pegasus. He's back again. <laughs> and he looks like a typical, like, his outfit is kind of, and I don't think this is on purpose, but it's kind of looks very similar to the Dungeon Master outfit from the 1980s Dungeons and Dragons TV show. And I was like, is this an homage? Mm. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Voldemort, where he's just that little robe that flies in the forest, you know, when they're trying to <laughs> flies away. On uh, a broom, and he hands you a gun. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. He this is going to be a fully My Immortal episode. <laughs> a very My Immortal episode. Why disappointment? I'm ready for that. The creator is there to address the missing logout option. He announces, this isn't a mistake. This is exactly what I intended. Um, this is a feature, not a bug. You guys are all trapped here. Ugh, I mean, it's all about perspective, right? right. <laughs> um, when you, you think about it, I bug. got what I wanted. Right. But, like, it's actually... A feature. You're welcome. This is why this is probably actually the future, because here's why. The vaccine, it didn't work. They're going to the game. That's what's <laughs> happening. And they're like, here, real life for you. Now for you-, you? For me? Exactly. <laughs> See y'all there. <laughs> While all the players are alarmed by this announcement, the Game Master continues on, revealing that attempts to forcibly remove the nerve gear would result in transmitters dealing lethal thermal damage to the players' brains. Remember that in The Matrix? (laughs) That's true. Klein voices his doubts on the situation, but Kirito confirms that the Nerve Gear signals essentially function like microwaves. Thus, it was indeed possible for them to kill brain damage if the safeties were disabled. Mm. Instead, they microwaves your brain, too, which makes me wonder how close I've been standing to the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not this close. Right? (laughs) Kirito also explained that the helmet had an internal battery, which rendered Klein's proposal to disconnect it from its power source completely meaningless. I mean, you would think that, like, it would run out of battery eventually, right? Hmm. Well, no. The point is you don't want it to run out of battery. Oh, because it fries your brain. Yeah. Right. Damn it. You know what? Also, I don't... I mean, I kind of feel like um, Kurito, he's trying to be, like, really, um, like, um, actually... Um, this whole, actually? The whole time. No, I think I was he's... a beta tester, oh. and I can safely say you're all so, screwed. Like, Klein's like, oh, so you saw all this happening, and you were like, we're still in this game together, and you didn't think, like, maybe that was a problem? But you know what? It wasn't... I mean, when you think about it, it's not that suspicious, right? Because, like, if I was playing, like, the first game where you were fully into it, and they were like, yeah, it functions by sending microwave signals through your brain, I'd be like, meh. You're like, fine. I love microwaves. It's going right into my brain. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like one big tasty Hot Pockets. I knew you were going to say Hot Pockets. <laughs> Ham and cheddar. What is your uh, favorite Hot Pocket, PJ? My favorite Hot Pocket? Uh, it's changed throughout my life. When I was younger, it was the barbecue beef Hot Pockets. Interesting. I will say now it's probably just a good old classic pepperoni pizza Hot Pocket. Skylar? It's the ham and cheese one. Ham and cheese. Ham and cheese is definitely in the list. It's on. It's in the conversation. Ham and cheese is like it's like either ham and cheese or me or the meatball one. I've oh, never, I've had never actually meatball had one. a meatball one. Oh, by the way, side note: specifically lean pockets. I like the lean pockets, like whole wheat crust. <sighs> Skylar hates anything that says wheat on it. I'm with you though. Thank you. Right there Those with are like you. it has a specific flavor. This is also now a hot pocket podcast. The hot pocket cast. <laughs> the hot podcast. 
<laughs> you, if you're listening to it, it's actually sponsored by Pocket Casts and Hot Pockets <laughs> at the same time. Uh, so I any of you that. listening to this on Pocket Casts, make sure you're subscribed. Hot Pockets, send us that ham and cheddar. <laughs> Akihiko declares that despite him having informed the outside world of the situation beforehand, friends and family members of some of the players have already ignored the warning and have already led to the deaths of 213 players. Those families probably feel so f- terrible right. because you wouldn't believe it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they probably bought their, those kids or whatever that game or, or their parents. Like it might yeah. be like, you know, some dad that like this is his first big expenditure because like they just finally had their kid and they're finally settled in. And he's like, you know what? I deserve this. I'm going to buy myself the nerve gear and it's going to be my like my man cave. Thing. My escape from this. And hell. now like this family <laughs> doesn't have a breadwinner anymore. Like that's, this, These well, are all things say, that like, happen. Yeah, you could you could paint it up as like, let's say it is his dad. And then his wife died in childbirth. And now not only is his life at risk, but this unborn baby, because like he was just playing the game while the baby was napping and mm-hmm. he just planned to play for like 15 minutes. But now this unborn baby's going to starve to death in their apartment while he slowly wastes away and possibly dies in the game. Or best case scenario, someone's like, thank God I don't have to go back to reality where I was depressed as hell. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of Kirito's arc, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm happy, like, someone, I was like, out of all these people, someone's got to win. <laughs> in the beginning, yeah, he was just like, I feel more alive in this game than I do in the real world. Mm-hmm. Akihiko also told them that he had removed the revival system from the game. Therefore, if you die in the game, you die in real life. <sighs> Freddy Krueger's, like, smirking. Right. <laughs> he then, <laughs> it's that, do you guys... This is not that the plot of this, but do you guys remember that that movie? I can't remember what the it was Matrix. called. What? <laughs> the Matrix. No. It's the one with Frankie Muniz and a bunch of other people. It's a horror movie. And yeah, they basically Stay played... Alive. But I love that movie, the movie Stay Alive. It's so good. I like legitimately, genuinely had a ton of fun watching it. But it's basically, have you seen it, Casey? I have not. Oh, it's we're going to watch it. Freaky okay, I won't, I won't spoil it then. We're going to watch it. But it's basically like a similar plot. Like they're all playing a video game, but the monsters from the game are going to get them in real life. It's kind of like an inverse. You know, this also ha- haunted. This also happened in an episode of Fairly Odd Parents where Timmy wished for a video game and him, Chester, and AJ had to fight their way through the game and Vicky was the evil boss. I remember that. Right? <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents is so good. Fairly but Odd Parents, uh, Sue Stormart Online. That's all I'm saying. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> I love it, mate. I love it. Um, he says Muniz he- podcast <laughs> now. <laughs> yes. He tells them the only way to escape the game was to complete it, which meant clearing all 100 floors of Aincrad and their bosses, much to the player's shock. And let's remember, it took him two months to get to level eight. Oof. But that's by himself. You know, now that people are going to form guilds and stuff, it might take less time. Mm. It won't. (laughs) (laughs) As he finishes his announcement, he leaves a gift of a hand mirror in everyone's inventory, which they all take out. At the moment, a huge blinding light changes the player to their true appearance, sharply dropping the number of female players by revealing that many of them were male players masquerading as girls, though some girl players are actually revealed to be masquerading as males. This is so accurate for like a lot of people that do play games. Um, a lot of not to um, lump all men together. Let's but just do it anyway. Hashtag yes, all men. <laughs> Hashtag yes, all men. No, um, there's a lot of men that end up simping for characters, and other men like know how to play the game and take advantage. So they go, they uh, have female characters, and they get like a bunch of like gold and equipment from people. It's just very accurate. They're yeah, pl- no, they're playing totally two games. 
that TikTok of that that kid who's just like, this is my dad uh, posing as like a female seducing everyone his killed. You know what? You got to play the game. Did you guys see, what was that? We were just talking about that reality show on Netflix where you're all... Um, the Circle? The Circle. Hello, The Circle. They literally <laughs> do that there. Gosh, this is also The Circle. Uh. By the way, also, I like how like, by the way, all this terrible things you could die and like, you know, all this stuff that that um, the Akio person just like laid down for everyone. And he's also like, oh, by the way, just to, you know, for shits and giggles um, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, like, here's what you actually look like. So now you're embarrassed <laughs> also. <laughs> I think it's more that like he wants to make it as close A to true real experience. Life. Yeah. Yeah, by doing that, you kind of have to live as your true, authentic self. Mm-hmm. Also, if you cleared the game, if you're in there for, like, let's say years as this person, you're going to have definitely, like, this weird personality split when you finally get out of the game. Would, like, I would say that's a feature of the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trauma included. <laughs> Klein, by the way, looked way better uh, than yeah, in he the did. game. I was like, oh, what yeah. did you, you still go as you? Yeah. <laughs> Well, honestly, that might have been as close as he could get with, like, the create a character options, you know? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, compared to, like, Kirito, he looked... Kirito was, like, out here sussing. Yeah. yeah. He was this, like, tall emo boy. He was an emo boy. <laughs> he was an emo, emo boy. boy. <laughs> he said, see a leader boy. <laughs> he said, I'm going to slip my wrist while moshing. Oh, my God. <laughs> By himself. And cry blood. <laughs> Uh, cry tears of blood. I was wearing my black leather blah with <laughs> the red lace. <laughs> we're, guys, we're speaking much nets. too coherently. To <laughs> what? We're speaking much too coherently. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Read my immortal, you guys. It's so good. <laughs> read it like over Zoom with friends or like with roommates if you have them. Oh, please. Maybe. With like some drinks in you. That's where it's like the real fun. That's the sweet spot. I hope it becomes an anime. <laughs> It's already on its step to becoming a manga. <laughs> Afterwards, Akihiko reveals his goal in doing all this. He's like, you probably all wondered why I did this. Because I wanted to. But he literally says, like, I literally just wanted to make a game and meddle in it. I was like, oh, that's great for you. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy being part of my manipulative plan to destroy thousands of lives. Shoot. I literally, I thought I was like, you know, that's what makes the scariest villains. It's never the one with a purpose. It's the ones without a purpose. Chaotic evil. Chaotic mm-hmm. evil. Which is why I was a neutral chaotic priest in Dungeons and Dragons like 10 years ago. <laughs> Casey acting like he plays Dungeons and Dragons. He played Dungeons and Dragons once or like three times because he was chasing after a straight boy. And I do it again. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. In the month that he lives with us, I'll get him to play Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. There's a Nicki Minaj song. Check it out. <laughs> Finally, Akihiko vanishes after his tutorial is finished. Everyone stands in silent shock after his departure. Kirito hallucinates a paper cut on his finger he had acquired just prior to entering the game and decides that since Akihiko was the genius behind the creation of the Nerve Gear and SAO, everything he had said was probably true. A girl drops her hand mirror, reacting in fear and bumping into the player next to her, which finally steps everyone out of their, like, collective shock and prompts everyone to freak the hell out. It's terrifying. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, God. it's a terrifying situation. And everyone is completely in shock until there's that, like, snap moment. Yeah. I think I would just be there and be like, <laughs> like this might not- as well I'd happen. Be like, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, absolutely. At the end of the day, too, it's just like, okay, you have to trust that your family doesn't unplug you. So it's like all these different factors. You have to make sure your family or friends don't, like, inadvertently kill you. 
you have to make sure you don't die in the game. But if you don't have anyone that knows that you're hooked up to it, your body's just going to waste away and then die. So you're going to be running around well, and then just disappear. Yes and no. I mean, like, not to spoil anything, but it is accounted for. Yeah, I thought that was just by, like, people. No, who- no, no. Like, I think they, the company, like, the SAO company is forced to basically keep everyone on life support. Oh, okay. Mm. Never mind. Which, like, honestly must have been terrible for the hospital's, like, system. Because, like, as we've seen through COVID, mm-hmm. capacity sucks. Yeah. I mean, there's funny. a lot of empty malls out there. Just convert those. Well, that's what they started doing, you know? Pop-up hospitals. Yeah, but those empty malls, what are they going to use for the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> Think about that. I mean, the zombies got in, though. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> While many of the other players pleaded to be released from their newfound prison, Kirito quickly takes action and tries to bring Klein with him to the nearby village. Best He's like, run forever. away with me, Klein. I love you, Klein. Oh my gosh. No, I wish that's it was not what happened, that but that's what should have happened. It should have happened. You look so cute. I'm an adult predator and you're a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it doesn't make it obvious that he's 14. It just has very feminine features. I, is he 14? He's he 14. says he's 14, yeah. They all say they're 14. Uh, <laughs> Klein is definitely an adult, though. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely an adult. Every, he basically grabs Clyde and he's like, look, everyone's going to be freaking out, panicking here, and the entire surrounding area is about to get depleted. Let us two go to the next village and get a head start there because no one's going to be running there yet. And he's like, I can't. I came here with friends and I'm going to feel bad if anything happens to them. So I've got to stay here. Somewhere deep in the background, a voice is heard. It's Skylar peering around the corner screaming, sucks to suck. (laughs) (laughs) What was the thing? Sauce for sauce. Sauce for sauce. Sauce for sauce. Sauce Uh, sauce. I mean, like, this is a matter of life or death. So Kirito is thinking very logically. Super logically. And, but, like, you kind of also have to admire, like, Klein for being, like, look, I, like, spent all this time with my friends and, like, we got to protect well, each and you other. Well, and you can also super tell that Klein is more mature here because Kirito's, like, literally, like, thinking, he's, like, can I potentially bring more people with me? I don't know if I'm strong enough. I don't know if I can handle this. And Klein's, like, look, I got this, man. You go off on your own. Yeah. I'll handle it. Like, I used I- to be a guild leader in my old game. Maybe I can bring those skills up and do something here, too. Right. And Kirito's like, nice try, sucka. Um, (laughs) Doesn't this... Like, I know I've made a lot of Matrix references, but, like, I also have this, like, feeling of, like, a Hunger Games situation coming on. Like, there's going to be limited resources. They're all going to be in their own little gangs, and they're all going to, like, try to fight for, like, the spot. Like, it's not... They're all not going to be, like, with the same understanding. We can all get out together. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I will, like, again, not to spoil too much, but, like, they, there is animosity between different groups, but, like, people obviously form factions, as you would imagine, and, you know, there is animosity, but I think for the most part, everyone's like, can we try to make it out of this thing alive <laughs> together? I'm going to join the Jets. That's what the gang is going to I'm going to join the Sharks. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to join the rats from Teen Beach Movie. <laughs> Teen Beach Movie. Oh, this no, is a Sword Art Online. Oh, wet side story. <laughs> <laughs> wet sword story. <laughs> As they separate, Klein tries to cheer Kirito up with a joke about his slightly feminine appearance, saying he's pretty cute, isn't he? To which Kirito retaliates, saying that Klein's unkempt face suited him better. And I was like, Are we, so? about, to, are we about to kiss? <laughs> I was like Danny Phantom. I was like, I'm going gay. <laughs> Especially because, like, as they as he turns around and Klein's gone, he like cries as he's running away. And I was like, "Was this like a lost connection?" <laughs> you didn't see it, but he cried tears of blood. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, as they part ways, alone by himself with no one else to depend on, Kirito runs through the town and outside the gate, vowing that he would survive this game world and be free from the virtual imprisonment while swiftly taking out a wolf standing in his way. I do feel like he's, I mean, not that I'm predicting it really too much, but like, I feel like he's going to make it. He has the right attitude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, right. he's like... It's just gonna be me. I can't rely on other people. I gotta make this happen. I have the right mentality. He's he's got the right. Way yeah, no. Forward. We go through the credits, and then we have a post credit scene that's very short. It shows us a monument of life, which is where it has the name of every single player that's still in. You see their names are crossed out as they die. And the text just says, by December 2nd, 2022, approximately a month later, 2,000 players had already died. That is so many people. And the first floor has yet to be cleared. Mm. So, Kirito lied. Right. (laughs) Good luck, everyone. All right. uh, Tell me, what did you think of episode one? Oh, it's so good. Like I said, lore heavy, but also like... It's good lore, and um, I don't know. It makes it makes me definitely interested in an episode two. You know, like yeah. the stakes. They've any part of any good story is that there has to be stakes, and, and they need to set them up early. Set them up early, and because that's how it makes you care about everything. So, like, I'm hooked on that. You know, hell yeah. So, um, yeah, that's episode one, and let's jump into episode two. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We were just getting to episode two. This that's the episode where they ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh, no spoilers. You'll have to wait to talk about it until everyone gets a chance to listen. Check back in later this week when SAO Part 2 gets released. But until then, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. We'll see you real soon.